We're here at one final segment here for On the Block. Joined on the crossover by the old school crew for today. We got Kenny in the building. We got DP in the building. Gentlemen, you made it through the snow. We're glad to see it. Really good snow. Well, Love what, it. What snow are you talking about? The snow down? <laughs> yeah. I, I saw a little bit. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. They got me. <laughs> I love yeah. driving in it. It's fun. <laughs> Especially when you got a four-wheel drive. Especially when you got a four-wheel drive. Oh, you just out there showing off. Oh, you just out <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. You beeping at people. He pumping the brakes. <laughs> Even if he not going to stop. He no, I'm not pumping the brakes, but yeah. I'm, I'm I'm beeping at him. Yeah. Move over or drive yeah. faster. <laughs> Get out the way. Yo, you, are you a yeller? You you yelling at people? Am I? On the highway. Yeah. Okay. On the highway. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm not surprised. <laughs> Make us in our little four-door sedans that sit six inches off the ground feel bad about ourselves. No, just get out of the fast lane. The left lane is for passing and driving fast. Look, if it's been towed, towed or salted, that's the fast lane. Mm-hmm. And if you're feeling really comfortable about yourself, stay in the other lane there and you just go. grind through because <laughs> ain't nobody going to be over there. There you go. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, quick check-in. on. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, real quick, listen, um, one of the things that I, you know, I want to throw out to Kenny, man, is uh, how you doing, by the way, Kenny DP, how y'all? Doing good, um, brother. Blessed. Good. I want to I want to throw out because this weekend is going to be a weekend where a lot of former Huskers are going to be coming in town, uh, you know, to it's, it's the Husker men's basketball reunion weekend. Um, so we're going to get a chance to go down and watch the Huskers practice, go to, you know, the basketball game for both the men and the women. They're going to have a dinner. Hopefully everything will be okay. It looks like the sun's out. So, you know, it should be pretty clear for that to happen. What is that like for you guys on a spring game? Like when, when a lot of the brothers come back, was it something that was embraced in the previous regime regime? Is it something you guys look forward to getting back to and kind of getting together as a group? What 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 is what does that look like for you guys? Well, for football, I know we we tried to invite. We had one day during spring ball where we invited former players back, alumni back. Um, we had a lunch for them, meet and greet with the coaches. You know, you know, um, I I love that part of it because now you get to introduce guys that are on the team now to former players who grind it, who's doing what they been through, what they what they're going through, and then during the season, during fall camp. We did the same thing. Um, just one, one, one. Once uh, we started fall camp, we had a lot of guys back. But when the spring game or specific games came around, that guys would reach out and say they're coming back for. I look forward to it. A lot of babysitting on my end. Uh, when I say babysitting, because the de- I'm the designated driver, mm-hmm. uh, so some long nights, um, some fun nights, a lot of stories. But I I enjoyed it. Um, it's a it's a brotherhood that. You know, that I think that's second to none if it's done right. You know what I mean? So I think I heard you guys talking about it. Strick, y'all, there's a lot of good guys coming back. Who's coming, Strick? Oh, and, and it's going to be like um, you'll you'll have like Bruce Chubbick will be in. Um, Moody. You'll, you'll, you'll have, um, you know, a Hoppin. Dave. Um, oh, I think the McGowan boys are going to be coming. Nice. They're camping. Um, they I mean, now, camp let me just say they're yeah, on they the list, camp. but I don't know for sure if they're going to make it in town. But they're on the list to come. Um, you're going to have T. Buchanan, obviously, is going to come in. Uh, Jake Mulson, Andy Markowski, the old vet, super vet, Albert Maxey will be in the building. 
Jake Mielsen, um, and, uh, you know, Walter Pritchford, guy that came in and, and gave us a little bit of time out of Florida. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be a nice nice group of guys. Bernard Day, big, obviously, big as B. well. Yep. So that's a, that's a good group of guys. And, again, it's something that the, the, the current guys can pick you guys' brain, and then you guys can educate them also. You know what I mean? So yeah, I look forward to that. I know well, be well the McGowans have a, have a camp, mm. and so that's why they're coming. They're having a camp here. They're in having a camp here in Lincoln, um, so that's why they're coming. As a matter of fact, I would expect that sometime next week they might pop their head in the doors here. Nice, because uh, both are coming and they're going to run the camp. So uh, Thomas V is running that that mm-hmm. camp and keep it moving. So if folks are in town, that that's a, that's that's a good time. And yeah, it it's a good one to be in town for. It, it, it's one that matters. Couple big ones. Like it's one that matters. Mm-hmm. And and uh, yeah, I, I can say this honestly. I mean, I'm a I'm a DC kid, so Maryland basketball. That's second only to to, to the Hoya paranoia from back in the day for mm-hmm. me. I don't even put VCU up there in that mm-hmm. space. Really? Um, nah, VCU my my dogs, but I you know. Uh, but Johnny Holiday and the Terps are coming, and they're playing well. But this is one that Nebraska can get that changes the outlook of the whole season. They've had some good battles at PBA before. I mean, both teams have won in the other gym. They're not going to be slouches. Maryland hasn't been quite as good on the road this year, but Nebraska's not favored. You know, Maryland comes in, like you said, DP, playing well. And Kenny, back to the alumni part of it. How much did you see the football players pick the the current team, you know, pick the brains of those guys? Did they embrace seeing those guys around? Was it just kind of, okay, yeah, they're here sort of thing? What, what was the team's reaction? When it was older guys, it was like, yeah, they're here. But if it was a guy they recognized, like Amir, Sue, somebody like that, they picked. Or if they were like Boodle, you know, who's playing, who got a ring with the Chiefs, mm-hmm. um, Jack Stoll, Jurgens, if those guys were around, they're, they're, they know those guys. So they'll pick their brains. You know, how, you know what do what do I need to do to get to that level, stuff like that. But if it's an older guy, you know, the guys at that position would probably talk to him more than, let's say, a Rozier showed up. Right. A running back would particularly talk to him more than a guy D lineman. You know what I mean? So if it was a guy at their position, they took it upon themselves to to hold a conversation. DP, let's talk Big Ten, man, um, because when you look at the Big Ten right now. Um, a lot of bracketologists are saying um, the Big Ten will probably get eight teams. Uh, how? I don't know, but that's what the, the word out there is. Um, they're, they're saying the ACC will get seven, Pac-10 like two, um, you know, and, and who else? Um, uh, I think they said uh, SEC will get like ACC seven. SEC are going to pack. And they say the Big 12 will get eight, right? Yeah. That's kind of the word out there, right? Yeah. But here's the thing that's been unique in the Big Ten this year. Row teams struggle outside of Northwestern and Purdue. They North, So tell me about this Northwestern squad. Who? Austin Ooh. threw something out there to me that I had to really think about. But it goes a little bit deeper for me. But I really want to hear your perspective, perspective before I talk about it. But um, – can is Nebraska can they put themselves in a position to do as Northwestern had done this year? Because when you look at it, their chance to move up is pretty solid. When you look at Wisconsin's final schedule, that's still ahead of them, and they're struggling a little bit. And the Nittany Lions have uh, three of their next 
five games on the road and they're one and seven on the road. So Nebraska has a chance to move up a little bit. So, but, but let's talk about that Northwestern thing first. What's your thought about North Nebraska's possibility of becoming like Northwestern was this year? Well, I mean, what Northwestern does is that they don't make mistakes. Northwestern simplifies what they do. Uh, they have rules for, for play. They don't run plays. They have rules for play, which allows you to get in and out of bad situations and keeps you out of deep water, right? Here's the rules. Okay, Strick, if we're, if we're in four out, uh, we're going to attack based on our rules rather than on the matchup. So if you're constantly thinking – the same way as the person next to you in space. If I look at Kenny and Kenny knows if I drive at him, I'm letting Kenny know if he puts his foot in the ground and goes to the bucket, he's going to beat his dude there. We ain't even got to talk about it. I'm just going to lead him, throw him open. He's got a layup or he'll get a big to come over and dish because those are the rules. Northwestern plays that way and they, they do it in a veteran way because they got guys who came back who learned the system and look, it's time for us to talk about Mr. Coach Collins over there doing his damn thing because he doesn't require uh, top-level talent. When he gets it, he keeps it other, with the exception of the guy that left him and went down to that, that other factory, basketball factory. But his folks stay there. They learn the game. They don't learn plays. They learn the game. And that's – look, we can talk about stars all you want, but if you learn the game of basketball, talent – isn't always the thing. It can be overcome. It can. Well, I mean, what well, I would say, uh, I, I, give me a talented, give me a smart player over a talented player, because a smart player is going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Talent player has often figured out how to use their talent, but the smart player will figure out how to win. And the difference in that—that's what Northwestern does. You, if you saw them last night against Indiana, when they stick to being simple, which is. We're not going to be cute with the ball. I'm not going to be in a, on a, on a four four dribble uh, location on the floor. If I'm a, if it requires four dribbles for us to score, I'm in a bad place, right? So we'll start over. When they got into putting the ball on the floor more, that's when Indiana made their run because Indiana was like, wait a minute, now we can be more talented. Now we can be better gifted. Nebraska can do that because as soon as you see Nebraska – in their read and react offense, when they get to that phase where they're really just, oh, the spacing is good, the speed is speed of cut. They rest on offense because they have to work on defense. You don't want to make them do that. We saw Wisconsin when they came last week. This was <laughs> – it was hilarious to watch them run off a second pick and then look at the bench like – I got another pick to go to. What I'm supposed to do? No, you're supposed to go through the third pick. That's what you're supposed to do. Kase runs people through picks. Derek Walker makes them be patient defensively. And then second half, Greasel's size shows up. And it, it people don't understand it. It takes him half a game to wear that dude down. Like to lean on this dude for half the quarter – half the game, and in the second half when he leans on him, that dude is tired. He's like, listen, big dude, come help. (laughs) So if Nebraska stays true and they get that three-pronged attack, they're going to be a tough out. They're going to be a tough out. They only need to move up a little bit to get out of that that play-in day. Let's go to uh, station identification, and we'll finish the wrap-up. 
This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM Firth, 93.7 The Ticket. DP, it, when I when I really look at it, man, I mean, there's, there's teams that are faltering. Mm-hmm. So who do you see as you've been watching Big Ten basketball right now as we finish up? Who do you see getting in and who do you see getting knocked out? Because everybody's bunched up, but there's still five games left. And so, and some of them got a tough road to handle to include like Wisconsin has a tough road and a few others. What, what Who do you think gets in and who you think might get left on the, on the doorstep? I, I lean this way. Uh, as, as a coach, I lean this way. Catch me after Chicago. Because when you get to the Big Ten tournament, Look, Jawan is wavering. Jawan is in trouble. Uh, Wisconsin was in trouble until they pulled a rabbit out of their hat last night against Michigan. Penn State, we don't know which version of Penn State travels to Chicago. If they go get one outed down the stretch, it's a problem. I don't know what Nebraska, where they're going to land, and I don't know how they're going to play because it depends on who they match up against. There's there's eight teams in the Big Ten that if, if they get Nebraska in the tournament, they mad. Mm-hmm. They're mad. And it's not the teams that, that necessarily fall in Nebraska's range. Nebraska don't want to face Michigan. They don't want to play against Michigan. What they do doesn't work as well against Michigan. Don't want to play Illinois. But but if they see Indiana, they might go, oh, wait a minute. We mm-hmm. got Ohio State, come on over here. You don't want to see Northwestern. You don't. They play too similar and Northwestern does it better, more consistently. So mm-hmm. the tournament, leading up to the tournament, the seeds will, 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 will play one thing. So let these last five, six games play out, and then you go to Chicago and see who showed up in Chicago for the tournament. Seedings are everything, bro. Let me, let me see how they match up. Uh, we're going to be there laughing. <laughs> <laughs> well, that about sums it up. DP, thank you. Uh, my man. 50 grand. We appreciate you joining us on the block as well. Appreciate you, bro. um, Man, it's going to be a wonderful weekend. Uh, It's Thirsty Thursday on the old school crew. What are y'all going to talk about as we get out of here? Well, Kevin, Kevin's not, he's feeling under the weather. So we will uh, do a a celebratory raise of the glass for Kevin. Hopefully he's feeling better. Uh, But we'll go through. There's lots to to talk about. I want to talk about this coaching staff for the Huskers both in basketball and football. I want to talk about some of these guys. Um, I did a deep dive on uh, Tony White uh, today for tomorrow's podcast. So we'll talk about the coaches, what they've done in the past, and the players that are left on this scholarship list. There's some folks that's leaning heavy. Old school is going to be joining us next. We are on the block. 93.7 The Ticket. We got to get out of here. Peace. See you tomorrow.